it doesn't matter what your favorite province is. If you want to travel across the country or across any country, the best way to do that is with Adventure is Out There Travel. Our contact, Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, at adventuresoutthertravel.com, will help you find discounts, provide concierge-level service to help you go anywhere you would like to go. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. This is Professor Daniel Miller, drunk at Disney here in Orlando. Just down the road here in southwest Florida, it's Rhiannon. Hi. And, whoa. Rhiannon, we haven't heard that. We haven't heard this, I, this music in months. I forget what this even means because it's been so long. I, I, Skipper's not here, but what does this music mean? Does this mean... That we let's let's try to patch her in. I've never had to patch her in before. It's always been skip. Let's hit this. Tune in. Oh. Hey, hey, is it you guys? Oh my god! It's Char. Hey. What's up? Oh my gosh, are you in? Are you in the at the Canada Disney store? Oh no, I am totally staying away from there with like a fifty foot pole at the very least. And I suggest um, anybody that's in Canada right now avoid the Canada Disney store as well. Why? Here what's going on? I ask what's happening. Oh my god. So, as we know, Philippe has like a pretty thick French accent and uh every time everybody around him has been saying a bug's life, he's like totally been thinking it's like a a bug's lies. So, <laughs> he wanted to do this promotion like a Pixar crossover and he decides to get all uh, scientific and he wants to bring in microscopes and, and he does this big thing and he, he literally thinks a bug's life is a bug's lice. So oh, like no. lice as in lice, I, like the I, pest I, that goes in your hair. Oh my God. I so, get it. You know what's happening? I think what? there's been so much Pixar crossover at all the parks that you got like Pixar fest going on and, uh, California Adventure, and you've got the, the the super incredible summer Pixar here at Florida. Well, he's totally, he's totally jumping on that bad wagon, but in like the worst way possible. Oh so he no! Thinks it's a good idea. So he goes to his biologist or whatever friend at the university, and this guy gives him like lice, like actual lice, and he puts them in like little petri dishes. He has these uh, microscopes set up at the store, and he does this awesome promotion. Like I'm, I'm talking like radio, television. He totally plasters it everywhere. All these families are like gearing up to go, and they totally think that it's actually a bug's life, like the Pixar movie. The character appearances and everything. Yeah, like they totally think because all the posters and promotional material has the actual characters like Heimlich and uh, the Ladybug, like all of them, it's on the actual posters for the Canada Disney store. And they all think they're going to meet characters. It's like get up close and personal with the bugs. And of course, people are thinking they're going to be interacting with like Heimlich and, you know, Princess Ada and stuff. And no, they're literally going to be looking at lice in Petri dishes. Wow. This, He's this an is idiot. Is that better or worse than bed bugs? I don't better. know. It's probably the same. Is it not? I don't I mean, know. I feel like at least he could have gone the extra mile and tried to have a flea circus. Flea circus? Well, isn't that what... That's yeah. like part of the movie is like yeah. the flea circus. Yeah. That would have been so a he just perfect like, tie-in. 
I love that Rhiannon in 30 seconds. Rhiannon in 30 seconds came up with a better promotion for the Canada <laughs> Disney store than Philippe came up with all. Are week. you hiring? Oh my god. I mean, at the very he least, you're like a good PR rep after this. Oh my gosh. Uh, so he's Char- a disaster, but somehow he keeps getting promoted, and it's ridiculous. Like I, I'm glad I don't work there. I just report on the Canada Disney store, uh, but I'm staying away tonight. Well, if you get any text updates, let us know what's going on. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I I'm totally 100% sure I'll be getting text messages from Mary. <laughs> um. So how you been? We haven't heard from you in a while. You have been pretty good, or eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, like, I traveled a bit, and in February, got to check out Disney uh, in Honolulu, well, I guess, like, Aulani. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really, really fun. And then on the way back, um, Yuri, I'm not kidding, this actually happened, Yuri got stuck at the, well, not at the border, but we had the layover in at LAX, but, like, Yuri is a, just got his permanent resident card in Canada, and... We weren't allowed to get on the plane. Like, we had to go to the ticket office. It was, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, and we were not allowed to get on the plane. Yuri had to wait in Los Angeles for, like, an extra five days. So Did y'all, like, build a wall or something? What's going on? (laughs) The first day, he just didn't have his PR card, like, the physical PR Mm -hmm. card, and the the gate agents wouldn't even, like, give him a ticket to go and talk to, like, the Canadian Border Service officers. So um, we got to go to Disneyland for the day. Just like kind of impromptu, and then he wow. stayed there, and he like went to Knott's Berry Farm and like kind of toured around. Tried to go to uh, Don the Beachcombers to get me a tiki mug, failed. Oh no! Um, well, that sounds like you know making the best of a bad situation. So you, yeah, you guys would be like okay. the worst at uh, the Amazing Race, apparently. <laughs> oh, for sure, we would totally get sidetracked. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, that's basically all I've been doing. Other than that, just like hibernating at home with my dogs because it's been winter for like twenty months. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. It really is bad. Yeah. And, and where are you now? Like what area? I'm in. I'm in Northern British Columbia. So it's like uh, I don't know, probably like the West same. Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's west. It's not on the coast though. I swear I'm not pulling up a map of Canada right now. I swear. For some reason, I always got British Columbia. That's the one that I always got confused about where it was. I feel like I know where the other provinces are, except for that one, for some reason. I think it's because you're on the East Coast. Yes. But yeah, but I mean, you guys are on the like, coast, so it's like kind of... Because I'm like, like more so familiar Quebec, with West Ontario. All right, I don't know where the fuck Manitoba is. Is, um, it's in the middle. All the way. Nobody does. Oh, yeah. Well, but wait, I, I, I know more of the western states too, because I'm from yeah. the west. Like right. California, I know like all of the like the western states and like a little bit more of like the Midwest. But as soon as I get to the east, I'm like, I have no I know idea. Prince Edward Island, and like Nova I don't Scotia. even know where. Honestly, I don't even know where Prince Edward Island is on the map. Can you can you tell us why are Newfoundlanders so crazy I don't know either like it's super weird people from like the far east coast I think there's just there is something that makes you a little bit crazy when you live on an island like that that's my guess anyway Hmm. and the culture there is so different from the rest of Canada too like it's really yeah it's just different there 
What I think is funny is have a reputation. I have three coworkers who are Canadian and not a single one of them fits the Canadian stereotype that seems to be going around that you're all like super polite and just apologize to each other nonstop. Like I'm not a single one of them. I would say Char also does not uh, qualify. Maybe that's why they live in Florida now because they were like kicked out of Canada for not being polite enough or something. I don't know. I think people are, people just say sorry in, in, um, situations that you normally wouldn't like say I bumped into someone or someone bumped right. into me I would automatically say sorry but as an actual apologetic people I don't think we're that apologetic like there's definitely <laughs> that are huge assholes <laughs> shocking there are assholes everywhere who knew yeah there's lots of them here unfortunately sorry yeah so what have y'all been up to uh Rihanna got to come hang out with me last weekend Oh, fun. Yeah, real low point of my month. (laughs) We did, uh, this weekend was pretty fun, though. Like, basically, all the women left and left the dads in charge of everything. my invite got lost in the mail, apparently. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw a few pictures. Yeah, well, so, um, John, uh, Dismadul, um, Mm -hmm. is not a dad, but his, his, but he was with, so we called it Dad Fantasy Camp. Oh, nice. yeah, so so he participated in Dad Fantasy Camp, which included um, a lot of uh, you know, went to Hollywood Studios and did a lot of stuff over there. Got lots of Lapu Lapus too, because uh, Outer Rim Jim was here and had to pay off uh, a uh, Super Bowl bet to Scott D. And we had a really ridiculous time presenting um, the uh, the Lapu Lapu. Uh, we walked it through the entire lobby, playing the same music that they play when they bring the actual Super Bowl trophy out. So it was pretty <laughs> I hope that you have audio of that. We do. I don't have it with me, though, because Skipper, our technical director, is not here today. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, so it's pretty good. It's on, it is on the, 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 on the Twitters, though. Uh, we did that on Saturday, so. A video. So a we video. do one better. Perfect. Even better. Do you one better. So we had a good time. Um, uh, got to see the, uh, the new... Uh, gondola skyliner those, all those those poles are going up like they're all they're all up it appears you know it, it maybe, I'm sure they're not all up but it's kind of weird seeing them in person like you can see what the route is going to be and it goes right through the, the the Hollywood Studios parking lot so I'm so excited for this I know I'm so excited Yuri and I don't have any trips planned down there yet Aww. but I've been like creeping online um flights at flights because I'm I really want to go. Um, what else coming up? Okay, so Toy Story Land is in June. Yeah, they're, they they today was the first ever fast passes available. Like the people today that were whatever 180 day whatever it is or yeah. 90 days 60. or whatever it is, what 60 days. Um, 60 days out today is the first one. So today That's- was it. That's so crazy. There's, I know there's so much stuff coming up. It's so exciting. I don't think, I don't think there's any way I could go a full year without coming down there, especially uh, not no. with what's going on. Especially like next year, like this year will mostly be just the Toy Story Land, which will be obviously so cool. Anytime we get anything new, it's like it's so bizarre. Like when we got um pandora it was yeah it had been so long since we got something really cool it was so bizarre well what was before that new fantasy land pretty much right 
And then the Frozen yeah. ride. Oh, right, right. But uh, it, yeah, it, it had been a while, so to have something like that. Are we that, going Disney Springs? I don't know. Yeah, I, a lot of Disney people. Disney Springs, I feel like that's been such a work in progress. Like, that's just oh, yeah. ongoing. Totally. Mm-hmm. For sure, but um, it's funny you would mentioned that. Like, uh, Rhiannon and I have been discussing um, book updates today quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, she sent me this list of like, here's, is this, is it, is this what we're looking at right now? The full, and like literally 90 of them, 90% of them were all Disney Springs. <laughs> just how many yeah. were added. So I haven't been there since the Edison opened. What's like the consensus on that? I went there once and it was after a bar crawl. So I remember bacon. It's kind of all I remember. <laughs> I think the consensus is from what I'm going to speak for everyone oh, wow. uh, that you go in there and it looks really cool. The building is really neat. Like it, it appears as if it's an old factory that, you know, it's got, it's got exposed brick and piping and it just, it looks very just cool. Like they turn an old factory into an awesome bar, but what, what appears to be the, the only drawback of the Edison is they don't seem to know kind of, I don't think even the guests know what they want. Do they want it to be like a dance club at night? Do they want it to be like entertainment? And so I think they're struggling to kind of find the niche of what it's going to be culturally, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally does. Where does it fit in? Like I almost, right now I almost prefer it during the day because it's a really cool it's almost got a jock Lindsay's vibe the the building itself where there's cool stuff to look at and good drinks and you and you go around and um and then what's actually gotten really good reviews is the restaurant just uh downstairs which is the uh enzo's hideaway has gotten some pretty in my of people of and i'm talking about personal reviews people that have been there have really enjoyed it mm. why are you laughing yeah, well- I'm I'm not laughing. It's fine. Oh, it's not a it's not a discreet laugh. Um, yeah, there. You know what? I go there about you know well three times a year. I think for the last couple of years, and there's always a ton of new restaurants being opened there. Like there's always something new that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the Edison, but I've kind of heard that same thing that kind of trying to find its vibe. I I still haven't done the across the street. Like I'm I am genuinely still confused about the layout and how there is like three different parts to it because I don't know. I need to spend more time there, obviously. Yeah. I mean there's a a sit down nice restaurant upstairs, which is the Maria and Enzo's. Then you've got the Edison that's more just like heavy apps available. And then Enzo's is its own full restaurant downstairs. So it's uh very unique. So, let's go this, going back to what I guess you started talking about in the Skyliner, when is that supposed to be completed, or even like the first part of it? Is it like a multi-stage thing? No, it's all happening at once. So there's an Epcot line. There's also a Hollywood Studios line, and they both connect over at uh, Caribbean Beach. And yeah, they have not said a date of any kind but it's 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 happening right now i mean i I was pretty surprised at how far it's come along and people have been posting pictures of some of the um 
stations as well. Uh, yeah. And the first, what's kind of weird, and what I was going to talk about that later, is that uh, the the first one went. It's literally right next to the France Pavilion, so it's kind of weird seeing the France Pavilion with a big old thick <laughs> Skyliner pole right next <laughs> to it. It's a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> thick pole. <laughs> okay. I oh. get it. <laughs> so you see. Uh, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah, then 2019, yeah, you've got uh, Star Wars Land's going to open. But then also the Ratatouille ride is coming. Like that's actually under construction as we speak. Like the building is going up. And then you've got the Tron ride coming right after that. So it's that's just all at Epcot. Right. Yeah. Um, well, oh, and then at Hollywood Studios as well, you have the um, the Mickey and Minnie runaway train or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Runaway. There's a, it's going to be insane. And this is all. Expected, obviously, for the 50th. Yep. So you got a little bit. So it's going to be one of those times that, yeah, if you come next year, half of that will be open. So you almost kind of want to wait. If you really are thinking maybe once every couple of years, uh, but they're making it kind of hard to it's hard to do that because of there are so many projects. And there's also the Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot. That's supposed to be pretty awesome. I mean, the, the scope of that is huge. We went by it during the uh, Princess race and just the scope of how big that project is going to be is really impressive. I just, what a time to be alive, right? (laughs) It is. It's very cool. Like I just remember being a kid, honestly, being a nine year old kid and like sneak ordering uh, from my dad's landline, the Walt Disney world vacation videos and just dreaming about going there. I was so excited and, and would get in so much shit. (laughs) Why is there this long distance charge on our phone bill, Charlene? <laughs> that's funny. But, it, it, caught, it was long distance to get the video. It, that's right. Because like yeah. the 800 numbers don't work. No. So yeah, it was like 1407W Disney. I Yes. And then so I'd call that and then I'd get it in the mail and I would totally nerd out or whatever. But then the phone bill would come and it would be $5 or however much it was. It was ridiculously expensive for, you know, very short call. But worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool to see even just the progress from that. Like when I started watching these videos as a kid and then finally getting to go there as an adult and seeing the progress from even tw- the end of 2015, the first time I ever got to go to now. And then in the next couple of years, I guess, till 2021. This isn't fair. You didn't have to go through like the late 2000s. Where like nothing came for forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just went. I I there was a big gap where I didn't go to Disneyland or Disney World. It was a it was a shitty time in my life. Aww. Well, I mean, because, it was still pretty good, but there was like dis. It was Disneyless for sure. Yeah, like because like you know down here like like two thousand one on on nine eleven hit and like the it, economy tanked right away for a good price. Yeah. Just recovering, it tanked again in like oh eight. So they yeah. weren't anything for like. 20 years <laughs> it was it was a really rough time because they were kind of just there were a few things but it was all the stuff that we know now like the it was soren which was like you know we got like a copy of what they have at disneyland and it was the yeah. lights action and stuff like that when they brought soren over california to florida exactly <laughs> and same with the, the midway mania we basically brought all their rides here and uh yeah they became the most high demand rides, even though they weren't, you know, we, we kind of wanted something unique, but, 
So you, it's interesting you, to me that Soren is so much more popular in Florida than it is in California. It really, yeah. Yeah, like it's always so busy in Florida. And every time I'm in California, it's like a maybe maximum I've seen is like a 40 minute wait. Yeah, up until Frozen came out, there were really only two what they considered like tier one attractions. It was like, yeah, I guess so test track. So they added Frozen and now it's a lot more even. But uh, it really that really made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's the question I want to ask you guys. Um, we, we kind of joked about, so the main joke coming on was like Pixar, like, do you guys see, and I'm curious Pixar's coming to California, Pixar's doing all here in Florida. Do you guys see Pixar as Disney or do you kind of view it separately? I'm kind of curious. No, to me, it's pretty well ingrained at this point. Yeah, I feel it's one in the same. So do you find it odd almost that they continue to specifically call it like well i'm just i guess because it is specifically a separate animation studio but they they do keep it very separate like these are the the pixar parade pixar pier pixar place um as well, i kind of wonder if they do that for purely trademark purposes i mean maybe they're like legally obligated to do so who knows yeah potentially because they are all about synergy right so you think if they could do that they would have or would mm-hmm well, speaking of that, uh, speaking of Pixar, what debuted yesterday and is back in testing today is the new Up-themed Great Bird Adventure at Animal Kingdom. The bird show is back. Okay. Flights of Wonder. Was it good? Was, Did I miss oh, something? I loved it. I, I, I'm not a big show person. It takes a lot to get me to, like, give up 40 minutes of my time to sit down and do something and, like, pay attention. And I love that show. Yeah. It sounds like, and the good news is, from what Rihanna said, I always enjoyed it, too. Um, It sounds like a good chunk of the good things about Flights of Wonder are still here. Um, Basically, it sounds like the premise is Doug and Russell, the... Uh, have visited Anandapur and they're kind of trying to get their wilderness badges. So they're going to check out culture and the wildlife. So they bring out um, some local Anandapurian dancers and, and, and then there's also, uh, they bring out several of the birds as well. So it sounds like the, the majority of the good stuff, the old story was basically we as the audience are a tour group and they had this really um, kind of like bumbling, fumbling tour guide, leader that came through and made dumb jokes so it it doesn't seem like it's a huge departure it's just basically tying in uh like a pixar property with yeah i get you and i actually this is an example of what i do kind of like when they bring in characters to the parks i like when they take an area that like let's say anandapur when they bring the characters in as if they're visiting too, like it's not their land. They're just kind of visitors along with you. I really like yeah. that. And they've done that at Animal Kingdom a lot. Like even back when they first had the um, the opening of the park, they would have Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and they'd, they'd come in like they were going on safari. They're like, hey, everybody, grab your sunscreen. It's almost like they weren't welcome to our park. They're like, <laughs> we're here visiting also. 
Which that I was something like. I found. That was something I thought was cute at Aulani as well. Is that you know, like Mickey and Minnie, they're all like dressed up in their like vacation outfits and whatnot, and they're yeah. yeah but, I like, it adds to the story for sure. For How sure, did you stay there? The, it's the the theming uh, of being there as opposed to Mickey's place. It's Aulani with all this Hawaiian culture that Mickey's there to experience also. Yeah. And then, and then it's funny too, because like I got a picture with Stitch and then I was like, I was like, oh, I haven't seen you since like the Polynesian or whatever, like joking. And, uh, and then I was like, oh yeah, he lives here. (laughs) He lives in Hawaii. I forgot he was vacationing while he was at at the Polynesian. (laughs) Just to add to the story. Kind of funny. Um, we were at Mm. Elani for three nights. Harry, was it three nights? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. Oh, I thought she was but, asking us, and I'm like, I don't really remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, Yuri, Yuri's here. Yuri's, Yuri's here. He's to my right. Hi, Yuri. Hi, Yuri. Hello, hello. Hey, Yuri, can I, I'd like to tell a quick story about Yuri. Uh, we went to brunch with Shar probably about a year ago now. And um, and uh, he was wearing this really cool Star Wars hat. And I did not comment and and compliment his hat to get it, that was not my intention, but he gave me the Star Wars hat. So, very Are nice you guy. Are like some kind of hat whore? Because you did that to Mark. Like, I, I don't do it in St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I really like your hat. And then before I know it, it's like on my head. And <laughs> Drunky has some kind of magic power. Mm. Like, he's like a snake charmer, only with grown adult men and, and hats. Well, he had a brain tumor, so he had to cover that up. But the tumor's <laughs> gone now. <laughs> That's funny. I I actually did have a removed <laughs> from my head this week, so she's not. It was not a brain tumor. It's not a tumor. Let mm. you that. It's not a tumor, but I did. So all right. I like to know that she can have fun with it. <laughs> as long as you're not dying, I'm not gonna feel bad. Oh, no, I mean, your head has one less lump now. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of Pixar, though, they're doing that Pixar Fest in California. Did you see that um, your fireworks show has a actual flying up house. Whoa! I did not see that. It's That's super amazing. Cool. Now I want. Yeah, now I want to watch the video because. I don't know you if you if you would agree with this, Rihanna, but that is actually my favorite. That to me, when you're watching Happily Ever After, the new fireworks show here at the Magic Kingdom, when that it's like when that house flies across the castle, like it it grabs you. Still haven't seen it. Oh, well. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, well, oh, I'm... spoiler. Every single movie ever made by Disney, Pixar, is in it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm watching it right now. It's amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay, so how did... Uh, what? Oh, no. Okay, so it's on the thing. Okay, I gotcha. I was like, is that... I thought it was like an actual... um, Like a, a hologram or something, and I was tripping out. Yeah, because it's like... Um, here, they get, the castle is so much bigger, they can they can, pro- they can broadcast more on it, but there, they kind of <laughs> need a bit of help. Ours is bigger. Yeah, for sure. I didn't realize how small it was until I started going to Disney World and then went back to Disneyland. Like, yeah. it's, such, it's so tiny. I just remember the first time I ever went, it was three years ago, and 
I walked in and I just busted out laughing. And then I tweeted about it and some people got mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not making fun seriously. of it, but it's just, <laughs> it's just a little shocking to see in person for the first time. You just want to put it in your pocket. Right now. It's so cute. Yeah, it's like it's like Walt Disney's castle, so it makes it even like cooler, but like it's it is it's little. It's yeah. It's wee. It's iconic. It's awesome. It's iconic, but it is smaller. Yeah. Um speaking of iconic, actually this has nothing to do with that, but uh, yeah, okay. this is it's another like news segue. story that I found that uh, the women, you guys have been getting these really elaborate printed dresses with like orange bird you get the haunted mansion you get all these cool dress patterns and the men have basically got nothing nothing until now we get ties though although i don't really like these i don't really like like what i would consider silly ties because i'm not like 16 but when i when i was when i was in high school it was like the cool thing to do when you had to dress up was like get kind of some stupid tie but I do like that they're offering this now to people who do want this. There's a That's Tiki Room cool. tie, Bird, Haunted Mansion. Okay. Let me check these out. Um, oh. I Okay, so the material's basically the same as what they're using for the women's dresses in some of the cases. It, it's so, similar for I would the haunted mansion ones by far the most subtle. Be the I will say, I, I think that there is some similarity in the offerings in the sense that, as a woman, if I were to drop one hundred fifty dollars on a dress that is kind of formalish, like I don't think I would necessarily feel comfortable wearing a lot of those dresses to work. But if I am actually going to something requiring that level of formality, I might feel a little bit silly in, you know, an orange bird dress. Even though I love it, I love it, I get it, you know. But, like, people that I, you know, some cocktail party or something might not get it. And I think it's kind of the same thing with the ties. Like, the average guy these days doesn't wear a tie to work. You wear it to some formal occasion. And if it's a formal occasion... You don't necessarily want to be that guy in the orange bird tie. So it's sort of like you're dropping a lot of cash for something that's really cute and you love it. But like, where the fuck are you going to wear it? Yeah, that's pretty much what I was trying to say. But you said it definitely explained a little better. But I don't understand why they haven't figured out like the art of subtlety yet. Like, especially when you go on like Etsy and I feel like independent um, artisans are making Disney products that are a lot more subtle and stuff that I, I yeah. do I would feel more comfortable wearing out I guess I don't know or if they were cheaper like honestly if the dresses were like you know 40 bucks or something who cares if I wear it once a year I'll drop right. cash on that but like you know that kind of coin for something like I'm not sure where I'm gonna wear this like that's yeah it's kind of asking a lot for me it, you brought up an interesting point, uh, Char, about Etsy. Like, click on the one that's a little bit further down that says new Mickey ears. And it's um, like they are going after that, like, Etsy crowd, though. Look at these. They introduced these Ariel, Belle, and Cheshire Cat mini ears. I'm looking Whoa. at this from. Oh, yeah, I saw those. No, no. Ch- if, if this is what I'm thinking of, the Cheshire Cat one looks like 
a kindergarten arts and crafts right? project gone wrong. Right? I'm going to go ahead and, and link to this <laughs> WDW News Today article on our Facebook page. Uh, because people need to see this. I was curious. I thought it looks like that one looks ridiculous. The aerial one looks actually pretty cool. But uh, Cheshire Cat, I don't know, man. It does look like a like a like a elementary school kid made it. Yeah. Did you notice, uh, like, with the all of the different Etsy um, shops now? There was, like, some that became pretty popular, like, certain prints or whatever, like, I'm so fly, never land, and then all of a sudden, Disney yeah. jumps on it. Like, I like it's the exact same prints. Like, does anybody know if those people are getting paid for that, or is it just because they're using Disney's, like, licensed <clears throat> product, they can't really complain? It, it's interesting you brought this up, because this week, someone... Uh, privately, I was I was in a private conversation, not meaning like it wasn't, and, and they had confirmed that Disney was hosting some Etsy people at one of the resorts here at Disney. So there's definitely some kind of association. Um, me, obviously, uh, you wouldn't think Disney would have to do any kind of <laughs> paying them, to, yeah, <laughs> to their own. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, I suppose it also depends, you know, I suppose the average Etsy artisan, um, you know, isn't patenting their work or copywriting it or doing anything right. like that. So maybe if somebody went out of their way to do that, then. Yeah, I would well. think like a phrase like I'm so fly, I never land really is not a Disney phrase. I mean, that doesn't have any IP tied to it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a, so it's, it really is an interesting, and I'm sure this goes for all merchandising right now go, going on where people are, you know, larger companies are finding small ideas that they want to probably buy. I, and it's, it, I'm sure Disney is going into it a little carefully, but um, you think they'd want to take advantage of, of these, but it's hard to provide all these many different styles that are very niche they don't have a huge uh, audience. It's got to be a huge departure for them. Yeah, for sure. Like, but I, you- I mean, I'm, I, for one, appreciate that they're actually trying it. Um, I know we've discussed this before when it comes to the rose, rose gold proliferation and the fucking themed walls and shit. And it seems like they're jumping on this bandwagon a bit too late to the point where now it's like, you know, mom and dad think you know, something you're doing is cool. And it's like, okay, you ruined it. Thanks. Um, but I'm still appreciative that they're trying because if they could actually make this work and get ahead of the game, I mean, this is the kind of merch that I would love and that I would spend money on. It's just, they're doing it just a few months too late. You know, it's like, it's five minutes ago. Right. But I guess it probably takes a lot longer to get it into the stores because they have done, you know, limited release shirts and things that are online only. Um, it probably does take, uh, maybe has to go through sub, even more levels of, of red tape also to get into the actual stores, plus, you know, bigger production and things like that to get it actually into main street. So uh, it'd be interesting to hear how long it takes from, you know, to actually get it into the store on the Emporium floor. Yeah. Like co- concept to, to floor. For <laughs> right. Sure. Right. It's got to, well, and obviously, it's like a it's a huge operation as well. Like even logistically, getting 
those shirts to all of the different locations that you'd need to get them to. And And then putting them into the stock as inventory. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the kind of nerd who I find it fascinating to sort of delve into the ROI on, okay, well, what if we like cut some certain red tape here and there? Because if we put out these super like trendy products, we're going to make so much more money versus it's Disney. They're probably already selling out of even like the generic shit that, you know, us locals slash regionals who go all the time, we're not going to pick that up. But somebody who goes, you know, once in a lifetime or once every five years, they're just going to grab shit off the racks, no matter what it is. So like, I'm wondering just how the, the, the sales profile looks on these items versus their regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, especially for, yeah, I agree. And, 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 some items definitely only appear appeal to like super fans. Like there's a shirt that says like thank the Phoenicians. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, yeah. Most for general sure. fans aren't visitors aren't gonna get that. But then something like rose gold ears took off, and you see them on everybody. You go to the parks, Rihanna. You can confirm this. <laughs> Every mm-hmm. other person a pair. I have yeah. a pair. I almost got in a fight for a pair the last time. I was, no, I'm just kidding. I didn't. But like. It was a it, it was a big deal that they got them in stock that day. It was all over social media. Pretty much everybody had them on. Right. So, so even for them to to know like which ones do you go full on mass produce and which ones do you just like test? I mean, it it, it really has to be pretty frustrating actually. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I don't know. Part of would be doing is... quite well for themselves oh, yeah. though. So oh, right now. <laughs> um, and like part of my thing is that while. I love the various creative ears and I even love the various creative magic bands. It's one of those things where how often am I going to wear these things? Does it really, you know, justify my spending, whatever, like they're now charging was like 26 bucks for ears or something. The magic bands can go anywhere between 20 to 50. If you get the junior Burke ones and it's like, again, like where is the cost benefit breakdown there? You know, I got right. this super cute magic band that I'm going to wear twice a year because even though I go to the parks once a month, well, if I have 6,500 magic bands, I have to, like, even out the time with them. Yeah. So. Well, you make a good point. Like, they're creating products that you that are very specific to a specific character or specific attraction or whatever, so you're going to want to buy multiple, yet they're also <laughs> raising them to a higher price point to which discourages you from buying multiple yeah so it almost discourages you from buying i don't know yeah i, I know i can see exactly what you're saying it's kind of like are they, if just, they are they sorry are they targeting collectors though like are people mm-hmm. collecting these like i have a collection and i live in another country right <laughs> um but point, i am I obviously know. like a nerd too so yeah i don't i mean like <laughs> i don't know I don't know. Because, like, for me, my thing, you know, is pins. And if they ever raise the price point of pins that they were all averaging around $25, I would definitely purchase fewer pins. Um, But they're not something that I wear. You know, they're just something I have on display in my home. So I guess if to you, the ears or the magic bands are your just collectible item. But again, that price point, ah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know a serious collector also. Ellen is quite a serious collector. And with the Magic Bands, she has several of those. And it's like, you're right, at that price point. But, it, you know, even even she has said it. You know, she's 
do I need another one? It's like it's putting her on the edge of do I need more? And the answer yeah, is usually no. Yeah. I mean, yes, I do need more. <laughs> the answer is usually yes, I do need more. But yeah, I, I, I typically just wait until they show up in the outlets and all that in there. <laughs> it's a big risk. It's a big risk. Well, but again, when the question is posed, do you need this? My answer is no. So it shows up in the outlets. It shows up in the outlets. If it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, no lack. Oh, the other thing was no lack of uh, millennial pink stuff coming out either. You guys, uh, uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on millennial pink? I again uh, think it's like three years late. <laughs> it's rose gold 2.0. Yeah. Or or 1.5. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember reading an article about this like two years ago about millennial pink being a thing, and so it's like, all right, two years later, now Disney is producing product with this color but and and cupcakes and uh oh my god no that was the rose gold cupcake let's not mince our rose gold and millennial pink they are two different things oh but no there there is a whole new thing they just came they're coming out with a new cupcake new milkshake oh fuck me sideways new gelato what i wonder yeah okay so going back to roi it'd be interesting (laughs) to know what the roi is on a campaign like Let's do a millennial pink campaign. Like, as far reaching as humanly possible, synergy across all parks and all yeah. restaurants, resorts, everything. Here's what like, I how actually... much money do they put into something yeah. like that? And what's their return on investment? Well, here's what I have suggested. And I, I really want to see this happen. So I'm, I'm going to keep talking about it. Oh, boy. And I want them to take, and I'm being serious. You know how they've always had that Tomorrowland Terrace noodle thing off to the side? Nobody ever goes to. It's never open. It's right in between Main Street and Tomorrowland. It's like the world's worst location. But it happens to be attached to the purple wall. Yeah. So why don't they just change that to the purple wall cafe and sell all the trendy bullshit in there? I don't think they could handle the traffic. (laughs) (laughs) They could do all the milk, the rose gold milkshakes. They could do the millennial they could absorb so many people just by setting up like a fast pass and just like a normal line mm, to get your picture sad. taken in front of the the wall. Tier one. No. <laughs> I, I feel like they're uh, we we are making fun of them a bit, you know, for being behind and being like parents stealing the cool things. But I do think they're actually being somewhat ingenious in the sense that they are really capitalizing on social media and Instagram and all that by you know. So I'm not going to personally go buy a rose gold or little pink cupcake. I don't eat cupcakes. But there's somebody out there who, on their trip to Disney, was not going to order a cupcake. But then they heard about the millennial pink cupcake. And now they see it as an opportunity to take a cute photo. They're going to put on Instagram and get a bunch of likes. Oh, for sure. And so I, I think that's what they're tapping into it's not saying like well we know everyone's gonna buy a t-shirt so let's have a wide variety of t-shirts it's like let's find those people who weren't gonna buy the cupcake they weren't gonna buy a magic band but now they feel like they have to right plus think of all the bloggers all the disney bloggers uh, are definitely buying them well it's to me i find it so interesting because for the for many years i was saw you know when with with selling to to moms and dads like you know, like the Facebook, that's when they went to all so many character meet and greets. Like they took out rides to put in character meet and greets because I think they realized if if they start posting these pictures on Facebook, 
that's going to guilt other dads and moms into bringing their kids to Florida. And this is kind of like the 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 kidless version of it, you know, like yeah, I, <laughs> it's like the previous rendition of this was putting out commercials or TV shows or whatever that made small children scream to their parents that I have to have this. Otherwise I'm going to pitch a fit in the pound. like, fine, I'll buy this for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's like, nope, we're targeting like, you know, teenagers and millennials who just want to have that activity on their social media. Yeah. It's, 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 it's I, some people, it seems to really bother some people. I don't know, which I don't really get. Like I, I find it fascinating and I, I want to see the purple cafe. That's all I would say. <laughs> um, you guys ready for a little ask boner? Sure. All right. Let's start with the first one from Rhiannon's favorite, Ben Adramade Bowers. Oh, welcome back. And voice. cheers to my new Facebook friend. Hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, he wants to know who in the extended hashtag family will be in Walt Disney World at the end of October, and do <sighs> they fancy helping me celebrate my 40th birthday? Ooh, you're the same Be age as my liver. I'm saying, speaking of birthdays, happy birthday, uh, Libby. Mm -hmm. Libby. Oh, yeah. Today's Libby's birthday. Today's Libby day. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Um, heat butt. Go back to Ben. Uh, Victorian Alberts is planned for the actual big day, but a Springs or Monorail bar crawl is also on the cards that weekend. Hashtag big 4 So... Ben Bowers will be doing the 40th birthday. Uh, so what he's saying is that he has a reservation at Victoria and Albert's for like 16, and he's looking to fill some slots. I think that's exactly what he's saying. Sweet. I will be there. Is it the chef's side table? Of course. Uh, is he we, paying? We refuse to go anywhere else. Um, now I'm looking at flights <laughs> for the last week of October. Is that what you said? Correct. End of October. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm waiting until oh. Lizzie comes out with the uh, fall discounts before I book my annual fall trip. But, Good. you know, I suppose I could squeeze on a weekend for a special occasion. Uh, especially if he has a few drams for days. Mm. um, ching I did there. Uh, shamed at Disney jumps in next and says, describe your love life using a quote or song from a Disney attraction. Example... Quote, solo pilot blues from the Barnstormer, <laughs> or 999 happy haunts from Haunted Mansion. First off, who knew that the song from Barnstormer is solo pilot blues? That's sad. I'm... I thought it would be, I hit the wall and made a giant coat of myself blues, but you know. How about, how about Big Al's blood on the saddle? No? Oh. Okay, so restate this question again. <laughs> describe describe your love life uh, using a quote oh, or a song life. from Disney attraction. I feel like I need to do some research. I'm not uh, sure I can call uh, this on the fly. Clearly, anytime I'm involved, it's going to be uh, and a uh, fly. Eh. Uh, no. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to do some research. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if you sorry, have to do that was like awful. That was like a really awful answer. Yeah, sorry. I'm equally as awful. I mean, it's a great question. No oh, insults absolutely. to the question, but mm. I am going to blame Drunky because I didn't get the show notes until right before. No. This is an ass sour boner. They're available at all times. Oh. In case 
people seem to, in case anyone doesn't know how these come up, you I literally just type in the search hashtag SR boner. And so wow. you're like, you skipped it. I'm like, well, no, it just didn't show up. So that's how you get there. Make sure you spell it right. Um, let's see. This is interesting. Rhiannon, uh, Two Book Steve uh, is, brings up something about the app. He's saying, how can a company that's worked somewhere in the ballpark of $165 billion have such a shitty customer interface app? He was trying to find a dinner reservation using the app. And Wes says, this is something I've always wondered. How can a company that does so many things right on customer service have such a lousy public-facing IT? Um, I ask myself this all the time. Do you agree with that statement? I absolutely agree with this um, because, hi, I work in software development, and um, I like to think that we produce a really good product, and I know a lot about software development, and I look at Disney, and I go, what the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah, I, I don't – I do not understand because it's obviously not for lack of funds. Um, maybe it's just misdirection of funds. I don't know. Um, and it's not like what they're dealing with is so uh, novel or nuanced that it can't be done. It's software. You can do anything. And other companies are dealing with much bigger data than you are. I mean, look at Netflix, look at Google, look at Facebook. Like, they seem to, to get things done. Um, so I, I don't know the answer. I think it maybe it is a misdirection of funds. Maybe they're not prioritizing that as um, the most important aspect of the Disney company. I don't know. Um, I do have a coworker who used to work for Disney, and even he would say, like, yeah, you know, we tried our best. It's like, that doesn't really seem like a good excuse or explanation. But, nope, it's not great. Not great. And they just um, must get hammered with, like, the worst feedback all of the time. Oh, absolutely. And, well, and just from a from a, another perspective, I was saying, he's like, what the... Do you think it's a good idea that they split it up and they have like Walt Disney World make their own app versus because you do take a company that's worth 165 billion or whatever, whatever, but Disney World now is using their own resources, their own budget. I don't know where that, how that ranks in, you know, in Disneyland on there's their own as their own resort is now doing their own IT. How does that rank in a, against it like a Google or a, uh, or uh, Netflix or whatever. Like, where would Walt Disney World rank in that compared to all of Disney? I mean, if that so, makes sense, is my question making sense? I guess. So, think of it from the way I think of it is like from two different perspectives. You have the database side, which is where you are storing customer information, account information, login information, and they had a lot of issues um, because you know, as they grew as a company, they were absorbing companies like ESPN or ABC yeah. or even stupid little spinoffs like the Disney movie club, whatever. And so you would have different logins for each of these and they eventually absorb them all. And so they try to, you know, um, combine everyone's accounts, but you're going to have overlaps and doubles and so a lot of issues where like you'd sign in on one thing and say you have um, them say your password's wrong even though it wasn't but it turns out like the database is trying to like touch a different account 
And, yeah. you know, like your magic bands aren't all linked on one account because they're seeing different accounts. And so it's just that concept of keeping a database as clean and streamlined as possible. However, again, there are so many other companies that deal with the same problem and they seem to be okay with it. Um, I think Disney's gotten a lot better in the past few years about that. There have been far fewer issues. Um, and the other side is like, for me, it's dealing with their API where, you know, my, one of my personal frustration points is going to book a hotel room. And, you know, I'm used to like orbits or Hotwire. And it's much easier to type in your requirements, your filters, and you get these responses. Versus Disney, it's like it's multiple button clicks to get to an answer. And then if you want to like compare price of you know Florida resident discount versus um, pass holder, like they don't immediately compare their prices. A lot of times, even though you're already logged in, you have to log in again to prove that you're a pass holder. And so I think it's their API that really needs work because it's very clunky mm. right now. They're doing way too many calls and they need to streamline that. So it's far fewer button pushes as the end user. I bet but. there's nobody more frustrated than the actual people trying to fix it. They probably are getting a lot of <laughs> they're probably getting a lot of no's of what they're not allowed to do. To fi- you know what I mean? I'm sure the people trying to fix it are more frustrated even than we are. Well, Just they they know how bad it is. Yeah, and especially if they're siloing the development because it kind of feels that way. It feels like they have one department who's working on, you know, dining reservations and one department that's working on resorts and one department that's working on fast passes. And they're all expected to develop this product that's supposed to blend seamlessly with the other avenues. And I don't think they're really doing that. And so I'm sure they're blocked at certain places and are feeling that frustration. Hmm. And I find it so what what really kind of got me was when they added something totally stupid, like they have in park directions. Like, I don't care who you are. That's not a top priority for anybody. They literally added. So when you open up the app, it takes you to a map. Seems extremely inefficient to open directly to a GPS map. I don't know. To me, just adding stupid stuff like that. It can't be helping when you're. Functionality. You, oh, okay. For functionality, maybe not. But like, as far as uh, an actual service for people that haven't been there a lot, can't you just open the map and look around you to see what the wait times are for everything around you? So you could just like pick what's closest. Like well, that, I've used it a, for that before. Yeah, that's true. They did have like a a list before, but that part you're right. I guess for the wait times, it does make it more helpful. But um, I don't know. Just seems very inefficient to me but it is um Rhiannon would you rather this is from Greg P would you rather go to a the 31 hour Marvel movie marathon or Hall of Presence mm-hmm. hashtag, <laughs> hashtag fuck Belinda Carl. <laughs> why um can I be protesting the Hall of Presidents while I'm there? What do you, how do you protest the Hall of Presidents? I don't know. Just let me you, feel better about it. <laughs> it always it brings me back to the time somebody actually was shouting something during it. There was a video. Like, ah, you're the worst forever. And somebody just from the back was my favorite comment ever. It's not real! <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw 
told me that were true. Um, I don't know. Like, could I like go in with some like really <laughs> high quality speaker, and as soon as Trump starts talking, I just like play a classic Obama speech or something and just hold it out like no, you, can't. you know, a boombox to the crowd. Um, speaking of Hall of Presidents, this is some bad news, some breaking news. Oh God, Former First Lady Barbara Bush dead at 92. <gasps> oh. oh. Yeah. That was fast. I mean, I just read yesterday that she was, you know, going for the, going to be comfortable for the rest of life yeah. mode. Oh, oh, shit. Wow. Well, there we hmm. go. Way to bring it down, Char. Hey. Sorry. I'm just, I'm a news person. I'm just, I'm just doing my mm. job. On a related a very related note. Designated Disney just, dad asks, yeah. with the success of all these TV show reboots, Will and Grace, Roseanne, Trading Spaces, will Disney World give us a reboot of any old rides, and what would be the top of your list? Hashtag Mr. Toad reboot. Oh, I, thought oh, I love Mr. Toad. Have, oh, well, yeah, duh. I was going to go with a Disney show reboot, and, like, I want some more Liz McGuire. But anyway, uh, yes, Ride Reboot, totally with you, Char. Mr. Toads all the way. Or, okay, this might not be something that you guys will be on board with. I never got to see it in person, but I've watched the videos on YouTube, and Food Rocks totally looks like something <laughs> yeah. I would have, like, cheesily loved. Like, yeah. loved. Yeah. Well, we discussed um, it last week that I never actually saw Horizons, and so... Yeah. See, that's what I want. I don't want the problem with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is if you put Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in, There's it's immediately no going to be super high demand attraction, and I'll never get to ride it. So I want to bring something in like Food Rocks that I can go in without having a fast pass, just wander in whenever I want, bring my beer in, and sit back and relax. So I want Food Rocks or the original Kitchen Cabaret. Okay, but Food Rocks, would they redo it with a spin? And if so, if Food Rocks were done today, what artists would they parody? Like, what would, like, Beyonce, like, 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 uh, what would... Cardi B. (laughs) What? Would Pulitzer Prize winner uh, Kendrick Lamar be the Tone Loke? Yeah, I'm trying I to. Tone, tone, I guess Tone Loke wasn't the Kendrick Lamar of his days. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the one they were they were able to get for cheap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're right. Probably not Kendrick Lamar. No, Def- I can't unless you know unless you want to be that iconic. You get you know it's your non-target audience. Spread your audience. I feel like Disney be the way to do that if you're like a rapper. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, Skipper Lauren wants to know, with the rumored construction in the former Wonders of Life Pavilion, what IP overlays would you give to Body Wars, Cranium Command, Making of Me, Fitness Fairgrounds? And would your answer change if we ruled out Inside Out? Okay, I need to find that so I can break that down in real time. What she's seeing is that there's been a there's been a lot of rumors of of people seeing staff walking in like groups of like people in suits and then construction workers on top. That there is a lot of work going on uh, at some level. They've already moved permanently the festival center away from there and moved it to the Odyssey. 
So they will no longer be using that for like food and wine festival. So they're. Can we pause for a moment and question why is the Odyssey not open right now for Flower and Garden? I don't know. That really confused me when I was there. But all the time. They are going to probably do it for, um, last time they did it for the World Cup. Maybe they're getting ready for that. I don't know. They, mm -hmm. they offered it maybe like a sports bar. But I'm not really sure when the World Cup starts. I really don't know. It's somewhat soon. But I don't know if it's like immediately or. I don't know. It's sports balls. <laughs> All I know is World Cup is usually a time when the bars open in Canada, like really early, so you can drink oh, yeah. at like five in the morning. It's the only time. <laughs> it's for happening in Russia, so like, <laughs> it's completely like time zone crazy. So uh, yeah, they're gonna be on really odd times. Um, World Cup, uh, June. So you know, we got some time. Okay. So what IP overlays on Body Wars, Cranium Command, The Making of Me, and the Fitness Fairgrounds? I mean... Ruling out Inside Out, right? That's what we're doing? Well, yeah. Or do you want to just go ahead and say Inside Out? Like a lot of people have inside said... Inside Out in, is perfect. Especially Cranium Command. It's right, basically yeah. Inside Out. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. it's basically what it is. It's funny, Body Wars used to be, like, it wasn't a Disney cartoon, and I don't know if it was on in the U.S., but in Canada, there was basically a cartoon series that was Body Wars. Hmm. And every hmm. time I get sick, like, every time I get a cold now, that's what I picture, is just, like, all the good cells battling the virus. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't I, even know. I think I think Inside Out would be, like, the perfect fit. I yeah. don't think you even... No, and it, it actually, to me, fits a lot better into Epcot than a lot of this other stuff they're trying to do. Um, I think it would actually be pretty awesome um, if they could do the Cranium Command. I, I, that's, I don't even care about Body Wars. I want Cranium Command back. That's the one. I mean, it was a fun show, and if they would do that inside out, I could, I could, be, I could be convinced to, uh, to be okay with that. I mean, so. just speaking of fitting into Epcot, have has there been any kind of announcement or release or explanation for how they're trying to explain that guardians of the galaxy is coming? Yeah. Like they really have to. Um, one of the main characters of guardians of the galaxy is star Lord, AKA Peter Quill. That's the one that's done by uh, oh, what's his name? Chris Pine, Chris Pat, Pratt. Chris Pratt. Pratt. Um, I, I get my Chris's confused. I'm so, sorry. No joke. So many of them. No joke. What happened in the movie was that as a little boy, this little guy, Peter Quill, went outside to his house at like age 10-ish and got basically abducted by space people. That's well, what terrible. they're saying, and that's how he became a guardian of the galaxy, eventually. Oh, so, right, because what's his name? The blue guy that was like... Yeah, yeah. So what they're saying, and this is, I'm not making this up. This is actually what they said, was that before he was abducted, his family came to Disney World oh and visited God. Epcot. Oh, there's you a, could say oh, right, that the Polaroid. The yeah. Polaroid. They had a Polaroid, though, Rhiannon. Yes. So it actually happened. Yes. Oh, my God. This is, this is reaching. So a lot of 
that part is absolutely true from Disney. That was done by Disney. The part that people are kind of speculating is that most likely to appease people like me, they're going to say, hey, we need to find this important energy source. And that's going to be like the theme of the ride. Uh, and I, I think pretty, I think logically that is probably, I think that makes sense as a theory. I sure. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that is what it is. Um, are you guys ready for the final Ask Sour Boner of the evening? Yeah. Sure. Um, Bay Lake Spence. It brings up a very important uh, news item or rumor for this week. With the new monorails in the works, possibly for Walt Disney World, what are the chances of getting a bar car or a themed car like the Gelatoni car in Tokyo Disney Resort? What? Nil. There is a a rumor. The Gelatoni car? Oh, yeah. It's like... Special- it- car themed to gelatoni it no. looks like some set of like a 70s like key party or something like just, just like <laughs> carpet everywhere it's yeah it's shag it's, carpet everywhere like plush everything yeah oh, break out the quaaludes so friends dream game on um I unfortunately what? what is but what is that like okay so the truck is that what I'm looking at the wagon the truck no okay so there's a gelatoni wagon which is like interesting as well <laughs> all I can picture when you say that is the uh, minivan from Dumb and Dumber okay <laughs> it basically it, it's very it's very similar to the Mutz Cuts vehicle yeah but it's not yeah. it's it's not as shaggy. Okay. But yes. Okay. So that mud has had a cut. Oh. <laughs> yes. That mud has had a cut, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the gelatoni monorail right now. That would what? be fantastic, but I don't think they want to put that kind of money into yeah. it here. How would you keep that clean is my question. Oh, you, uh, they can't keep vinyl clean. It's about <laughs> yeah. immediately after the first guest gets in there of the day. Um, yeah. I wish we would get a bar car. That'd be they really should now, especially since you can't bring your drinks on anymore like you used to be able to. Um, used to, since fun. You used to be able to. Well, you could well, you go through like security. Oh well, yeah, it was a lot easier to get them on there. I was gonna say the the policy is far back as at least 2013 because that was the last or the first time I tried uh, was no alcohol allowed. Right. Well, the unofficial policy was keep it low. Mm. Keep it low, and you're good to go. Keep it low, you're good to go. <laughs> I got I got that actually from a uh, uh, I went out on a, one of the Disney boats once, uh, and uh, I was I had a bottle. I just I actually didn't know you couldn't bring alcohol out there. I had a bottle of like like cheap champagne, and we were pouring it, and I was we were having fun with it, holding it up, like, and one of the boat. Uh, police guy comes around and he's like oh you can't have alcohol out here I go, oh okay i didn't know he just goes he looks around and he goes just keep it low <laughs> nice <laughs> that's some good life advice right there <laughs> so i use it all the time just just keep it low just keep it low mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that would be a bar car would be great i i haven't heard much about that monorail bar crawl thing do they are they still doing that certainly don't take right. 
Um, did you guys end? Sorry. Did you guys end up doing that? You guys did that, didn't you? We've or done them. You, do, you did your own. Not didn't the official. You? <laughs> Not the one, yeah. Yeah. Is that, uh, no, actually, I had a um, friend and coworker who was supposed to have done that. I don't think he ended up doing it. Um, yeah, he like was supposed to go for some friend's birthday, and their friend was like, "All right, we're staying at the tree houses at Saratoga. We're doing this like super expensive bar crawl. Official. We're like, you know, eating at California Grill." And my friend's like, "Dude, I don't want to shout a thousand dollars for your fucking birthday." So I'm not sure if they actually did it or not, but. Fair. Sounds like a lot of fun, but yeah, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, you, was that a direct shot at Ben Adramade Bowers right there? No, because I did not include Victoria and Alberts, okay. um, which I assume he's paying for anyway, so it's fine. It's all good. I, I, I felt it was implied. Yeah, I mean that was part of the. Anyone that it, I'm pretty sure that is just the standard. If you invite someone to V and A's, you're paying for them. Uh, exactly. Seems fair. Especially when he says anybody going to be around. So we're basically all invited. Yeah. So I can't wait. Generous guy. Char. Pardon? I guess we're going to see you in October then. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, I probably, I should play. Hey, Yuri, do you want to go in October? The end of October? We can go for um, Halloween and then just go for the run and then leave on the Monday. (laughs) I hear yes. (laughs) He said we can do something like that, so yeah. that's a yes. Boom. So, uh, or as Rhiannon liked to say when she was in Jamaica, Yaman. 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 Um, that does bring us to the end of the hashtag SR boners for the evening. Um, oh, actually, I just got a text yeah. message from Mary. <laughs> Hilarious. Of course, I'm so glad that I stayed here and did this with you guys. She hmm. said there were so many people at the store. Philippe had four microscopes set up with four Petri dishes filled with lice. He tripped over Plush Mountain, knocked over <laughs> all four microscopes, and the lice were everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, my God. They have to shut down the store and fumigate. Oh, my God. This is going to be a disaster. Wow. Oh my god! Oh, so anyway, what I would expect. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's sure. why I have a job. I report at the Disney store. <laughs> his Canada Day bonus. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there he goes. Well, let me tell you guys, it's been lovely having the beautiful and talented Canada Disney Store reporter Char for an entire show. It was wonderful. That I could join you guys. It was yes. I haven't been on for a long time or helped you guys no, out. We've missed anything. you. And I know I missed you guys so much too. And, and I, I was going to say that I missed Philippe, oh, but yeah. he's a hard guy to off. miss. Yeah. <laughs> I legitimately have no idea where Skip is tonight. He just says he could be here. <laughs> he's a man yeah, of mystery. I was gonna say he's kind of like an enigma. Maybe he's the one that doesn't exist. Hmm. Maybe he's the one who really like tripped Philippe hmm. and set the lice free. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, potentially. What a guy. <laughs> hmm. oh. Well, again, it's been lovely hanging out with you tonight, uh, the lovely Char. And 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 accomplished rapper. 
Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. Um, yet to produce a song. Oh, no, that's not true. Christmas, you did a little bit. I sang. It was um, bad singing, so sorry. That's good. It was but me, me and But me and Skip like to sing. Whether I you love like that. it or not. <laughs> oh, it is cold outside. It was, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So fun. <laughs> uh, anything of note before we break down the final float of tonight's 3 o'clock parade? I actually... Oh, Oh, I do. What? I did my once a quarter visit to the three o'clock parade mailbox. <laughs> and we have mail. Oh, sweet. Yes. So once again, our favorite correspondent, Jeff from New Jersey, has sent us another delightful postcard. Um, the front of the postcard features two Yorkies, uh, a bride and groom dressed appropriately, and it says, your burning house looks super cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's just pretend, you know, forest fires are just like, you know, hipster Christmas decorations. I, I love that. I mean, these are direct. I, mean, I just love that they're not related at all to Disney, which makes it even funnier. Yeah. So the back <laughs> of the postcard that the official, uh, message in the postcard says maybe your leg will grow back hmm. and then his message is actually an asks our boner so we're not done yet he asks what is your favorite snack in each park hashtag asks our boner <gasps> jeff from new jersey jeff oh, great that's a great question yeah because i have answers for this one <laughs> Yay! okay in the magic kingdom dole whip float it's nice. just classic. Yes. Animal Kingdom. I don't know if I can actually call it a snack, but like the chicken skewers with the bean. Is oh. that does that count or is that an entree? Yes, it does. It's so good. Okay, it's amazing. Yeah. With like the bean salad and then um, what's the other thing that's in there? Anyway, it's all good. Animal Kingdom. That's at Harambe Market. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Epcot whatever beverage is is like nearby usually if it's like a festival the whatever slush is at the france pavilion does that count Mm -hmm. sure okay and then how what am i missing yeah hollywood studios hollywood studios Studios. Ooh, carrot cake sandwich thingy oh my god you're killing it okay boom food i'm all about it oh my gosh yeah Uh, I'm actually going to go with your carrot cakes. I'm gonna, I'm going to take your. I'm going to go with you on the carrot cake, um, which so has good. just recently been moved to the Starbucks. By the way, I they heard that. Years. I heard that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go there. Magic Kingdom, as always, baked potato. <laughs> Epcot, the cheese sampler from the Vine Keller, hmm. and um, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, there's edamame. Actually, at the cart uh, between Africa and Asia, and I get a little edamame. I like a nice uh, salty snack. I mean, I I actually really like the hummus there, like the Mm. little hummus, the one where you can get like hummus, and then they give you celery and uh, carrots and like tiny little pitas. Fantastic. Mm. And then we're missing. Did you do Hollywood Studios? I did the I did the cookie as well. The uh, oh, the, sorry, the carrot cake. Carrot cake. Um, I this is actually a little more difficult for me. I don't know. Um, I yeah, definitely 
the easy one for me is Dolop Float in Magic Kingdom. Um, I think for Animal Kingdom, I would go with the Jalapeno Cheddar Pretzel. Mm. Um, Epcot, let's just go with a Macaron because those are safe. I mean, I'm not like, well, not, nothing else is dangerous, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, it's, just, it's just an easy answer. Uh, and then Hollywood Studios. Uh, maybe the charcuterie board at Bossa Bean. Mm, yeah. Oh, but not wow. their pretzel. Their pretzel sucks. Will? I haven't been there yet. Mm. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah it looks. Let me ask you this. Will the ba- the availability of Baby Bell cheeses in uh, no. Toy Story Land change your answers? No. <laughs> no. Okay. They are delicious, though, I will I will admit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. For like 10 cents a piece from Costco. Jesus. Um, Rhiannon, uh, I was informed that you may be getting, uh, we may be getting mail shortly. Um, oh, yes. Um, uh, so we'll to keep checking that maybe once every other week now. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to eat into my schedule. Uh, I, was, I had a specific request, <laughs> request for the address. You're just going to get a finger in the mail. <laughs> and eventually once a week, the rest of the body parts. <laughs> An ear. This time next year, I had year, to cut this off. Body. Yeah, I had to cut this off listening to your podcast. <laughs> oh, let's, hope, let's hope that's not it. Um, Let's see. I'm going to read it real quick. The P.O. Box is P.O. Box 100254. Mm -hmm. Cape Coral, Florida. That's right. 33910. That's us. There it is. Three o'clock parade mailbox. So thank you for uh, the the segment, Rhiannon. Yeah. Are you ready for the final float? Bring it on. It is a horde of at least 200 people on its way to Ben Bowers' birthday at Victoria. (laughs) Yay! It's an entire marching band in a parade of people coming for some Victorian Alberts. So So we look forward to it. Happy birthday, Livy. Yay! Happy birthday, Livy. And thank you, Char. Yes, thank you. Cool, 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 cool. And Rich, wherever you are, I hope you're well and purchasing some lice shampoo. And I hope I will see you someday in the near future. Hmm. Never know. See you, gang. Catch you next week. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Bye. Bye.